This is episode 26 of the Life and Business by Human Design show. And today I'm introducing you to a beautiful friend of mine, Lauren. She's a creative brand strategist, and she's going to talk to us all about bringing more you into your business through your branding and design. So let's get into this super fun episode. Welcome to the Life and Business by Human Design show. I am your host, Caroline Linda, Master Coach and Human Design Junkie. And this show is all about what it takes to create sustainable success in your life and business, whatever success looks and sounds and feels like to you. I want to welcome you to this show. This is a place where you can really tap into what is it that makes you uniquely you? What can you learn and know and discover and trust within yourself that you can then take in order to create a massive impact in the world? We're going to talk human design. We're going to have interviews with amazing people. This is a show where it all comes together and you can truly begin to create your life and business by human design. Let's get into it. Well, welcome back everyone to another episode of the Life and Business by Human Design show. And today I'm super excited to introduce you to my beautiful friend, Lauren. And we're going to chat all about how you can bring more you into your business, into your branding, through the creativity, so that you feel like you have a brand and a business that actually represents you authentically. That is Lauren's zone of genius, I know from personal experience. So welcome, Lauren. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoy chatting to you. It's always a really good time. I know. I love it too. I love it too. And um, Lauren and I actually recorded for her podcast. That episode will come out after this episode. So if you're hearing this down the track, make sure that you go over and check that out as well. Check out Lauren's podcast anyway. Um, We'll have all that linked down below. But Lauren, just tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, you know, the 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 spiel. Yeah. So I own Gemini Creative Studio. So Gemini Creative is a strategic branding and creative design studio for entrepreneurs who are are ready to be disruptive. So I specialize in rebranding female-led businesses that have been in the game long enough to know that that a level up is calling their name. So I cultivate your brand from the ground up. So what I do is explore the human aspect of your business so your brand story um your brand's personality and I transform that uh into basically an an aesthetic kind of a business thing like you know the graphics all those beautiful things the brand yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's what I do in a nutshell (laughs) yes 100 percent 100 percent so uh Lauren and I met on a business retreat last October um it's only like four months ago which is kind of crazy um, actually, um, I'm, I'm, cause I'm a weird stalker. It was literally <laughs> like almost to the day four months ago. It was around this same date that we're recording, but four months oh, earlier. That's pretty so. cool. I know crazy. And in that time, I've definitely gotten to know you and your business and seen you make some, you know, shifts and changes to what you're doing and who you're working with. I love the description of working, you know, with businesses that are disrupting things because I definitely feel like I fall into that category at times with my messaging around business. You do. Um, and 
Yeah. Like just to be honest, like if you go and check out my Instagram right now at the time that this is coming out, you'll notice that about like 18 tiles ago, shit got different. Um, That's thanks to Lauren and her amazing creativity. Um, So this is a process that I've gone through recently myself, up-leveling the brand. As you said, like being in business long enough to know that it's kind of time to step that up and have something that really like represents who I am and what I stand for. Yeah. And I think this is really beautiful because for the human design obsessed listeners, watchers, <laughs> um, Lauren is a manifesting generator, sacral authority, and she's a 5-1 profile, which is the quintessential profile of a disruptor. I have the same profile, so that does not, like that is just you in a total freaking nutshell and <laughs> I love everything that you do. So anyway, now that I've like gushed on you, you're embarrassed, I'm embarrassed. I am, I am. <laughs> Everyone's like, are we actually having a podcast episode here or are you just having a love-in? Let's get down to the actual shit we came here to talk about. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry about that. No, 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 it's, it's okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's always a lot of fun to hang out with you. Which I, I know, I know. The energy is just wild. <laughs> it's, so it's so good. Cool. So I guess the first question that I wanted to ask you is, like, what do you think is the number one mistake that you see people make with their their branding, their creativity, the way that they show up in the online space that we could maybe help people avoid continuing to make right now? Yeah, so the first thing straight away that comes to mind is people immediately create based on their own feelings and thoughts and what they think is going to work. Realistically, that may not cater to who you're trying to target. So, for example, um, I have somebody who I spoke to the other week who was just like, I really love the colour pink and I want that throughout my branding. And I was like... I'm so happy that you love the color pink, but like, is it actually going to resonate with your audience? Turns out it didn't. Um, So (laughs) it's about separating what you think is right and what actually works for your people. Um, I guess like for my own experience, when I first started my own business, I think um, I just kind of went in and was just like, whatever let's just throw chaos everywhere and just see what sticks um and that's why it took me a long time to find who I wanted to talk to and my own strategy I guess because I was just literally throwing shit at the wall and hoping it stuck and then (laughs) when I actually sat down and thought about it and was just like actually if I start to talk to the people I want to communicate to and present myself in a way that um I know will reach the people I want then everything will actually do a 180 and will work in my favor that way. Um, so I think that's the biggest mistake I find that people are doing, that they just they just go in there with unorganized chaos. Because <laughs> like, yeah. there's different levels, right? And I'm all for chaos. I love that. But, <laughs> but it's the unorganized chaos that will not move anything forward in your business. I love that. I love that. And I definitely think that there will be a lot of manifesting generators and manifestors that listen to this episode that resonate with the idea of chaos Mm -hmm. because like there are definitely some human design types and individuals out there who, you know, who do love that and and thrive in that. And and it's probably a great way for them to get feedback, but I agree with you. There then comes that point where we need to get 
strategic, you know, and really look yeah. at what works rather than just continuing down that chaos path. So I 100%. love that. I love that. So so you talked a little bit about that chaos and a little bit about, you know, taking into consideration what people are wanting from us rather than just our favorite color, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, And one of the things that I really, you know, enjoyed about the process of working with you was that you took what I had and elevated it without necessarily like completely ripping apart everything that I had been doing. And it was a really nice experience to kind of see that through someone else's eyes and see that, you know, up-leveled. Yeah. And so, like, what what made you be so committed to this idea of, you know, bringing the, the disruptor, the mission, the individual into the brand? Yeah, so I think, like, it comes from... <laughs> deep within right so if I really think about why I want to be disruptive in my own business I think it's always been like that I've always been a little bit um I'm not going to use the word rebellious because I'm (laughs) so I don't think I'm like to that extent of being rebellious but even just growing up I always wanted to be different uh whether that was the way I presented myself the way I had conversations with people in school like I always got in trouble for talking or like uh causing conflict like with teachers because I was always wanting to question things and (laughs) I crossed as I guess aggressive because I was like I never wanted to I'm a why person right I guess that's what I'm a why person if you want me to do something I will do it but why what's like why do you want me to do like why is why is there something involved in whatever it is so I think the disruptiveness comes from a place where I just question everything and I want to because I don't like staying the same I get very very bored very very bored I don't know if that's like the human design aspect if that's just me being a crazy Gemini but like it's just I get bored if everything stay the same so Mm. I think about this a while ago with you where I was just like I constantly move I'm constantly moving and I feel <laughs> I feel like in my own bread that people can feel that I constantly move right so sometimes it's hard for people to catch up with me but that's what I want I, I want to portray that out there I think people need that as well in their own business it's whether that's chaos for you or whether it's more refined and everything's kind of structured and perfect very Virgo energy type then that's okay but I think as long as you add your human element to your brand without getting getting it conflicted with personal preferences if that makes sense then Mm -hmm. I think it's like the recipe for like a thriving business (laughs) Yes. That's a ramble, but I hope you understand what I mean. <laughs> no, I, I totally understand what you mean. And I think this is really interesting. Yeah. And you made like that very clear distinction between like your personal preferences, say the client who loves pink. Yeah. But then still having that element of of you yeah, and your personality and your mission coming through into the brand and, and really allowing you to kind of shine in that, yeah. in that space. Yeah, 100%. Actually, and something just came to me where I was like, because I was talking about thinking about pink, and it's like, you know, Elle Woods, right? You know, she's all about that pink, but it's her 
demeanor. It's the way she shows up. It's that confidence. It's that disruptive attitude that she has. You could be wearing like all blue or black or your whole brain could be black and white, like whatever. But it's the energy that she brings that you bring to the business and then whatever color you need to have to like to make your business, your brand, and then the actual strategy aspect. So it's just about how you show up. You know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent. I do know what you mean. I do. I absolutely know what you mean. And I think this is the really interesting piece because I think early on in business, people maybe don't know how to do that. And I think Uh, like we, we all, maybe not you, but most of us have fallen trap of the, you know, Canva templates that you then scroll Instagram and 40 other people are using the same one kind of situation. And, And you don't stand out like, that that is not the way that that you stand out and in the online space with short attention spans and so much noise we have to capture attention and our brand is probably the first way that we capture people's attention because long before they read anything that you've written they're they're caught by the graphics the colors the shapes that are in front of them as they scroll yeah, exactly, which is why there's colour psychology and shape psychology, like all that kind of stuff that takes into play here because it's like you're right, we just move our thumbs so quickly and we only stop when something really catches our attention. Mm. So if someone, like, taking Instagram, for example, if someone's going to come to your profile, if they don't like what they see within like literally I think it's like 0.9 seconds, they're out of there. Yep. They are gone. Yeah. 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 Probably never to return. Like it sounds <laughs> exactly terrible, right. but, yeah, but that true. is the reality. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so then I guess that brings the question, which I know some of my listeners will have, like, how do you know when is time for that up-level rebrand? Yeah. And if it's not time yet, what options have you got apart from, you know, the Canva templates mm. that everybody's using? Yeah. So I feel like to get like a little bit like you know into the energetic space you will feel it you will know when it's time to rebrand or take some sort of level up in whatever way shape or form that looks you will feel it instinctually how like if that you need to do it from a non-woo-woo perspective if you're no longer getting sales if you're no longer reaching a target audience want to reach or you're finding that your engagement has dropped or just your data has is showing differently to what you actually want then that's the time for you to level it up and change the game and do something different shake it up right so there's two ways you can approach it but either way you'll feel it intuitively that it's time to to do something about just like you feel right and why you changed your your graphics um already it was just like thing that inside of you just went yeah no it's time to change right Mm -hmm. so now you've done that and look at what's happened you're feeling excited about doing things again and it's like almost like a reignite your passion thing yes yes that's exactly what's happened yeah Yeah. and I was saying this to Lauren before we started recording like she delivered those graphics to me a, a week ago yeah a week ago and like I have just been flooded with content ideas I have like images sitting there ready to go like Instagram wouldn't be able to keep up with me um you know I'd be flooding content and I might need some next week when I need to sleep but 
Um, <laughs> like it's given me that newfound inspiration and now it's leaching out into other things and I'm looking at, you know, other areas of my business that I need to up level. And like, in my case, it's something that had been on my radar for a while. Mm. And it was actually really interesting because going through the process with your quiz and then having the session with you, it was like the universe just put the perfect opportunity in front of me at exactly the right time. It was yeah. like, okay, this is let's let's go that's the thing for right now so that's exactly and that's what I mean like you just kind of know and I feel like if you are not in a position to hire someone like myself to do all that kind of stuff I think DIY in design gets this really bad rap but like I am totally not opposed to it because I am firm believer that you've got to start somewhere and there is absolutely no gatekeeping like because I hate when that happens to me we're all here with so much space for all of us. You know, it's about growing in our own pace. So DIY is totally okay. So what I would suggest at that point is basically doing uh, what you had done and is buy de- designer templates that you can afford, right, instead of using Canva templates. So then at least that way you're different. You can have a different spin on things, You can, you know, as opposed to having the same thing that everybody else is having. Um, and then I feel like if you really need to understand more than maybe even just like messaging somebody like myself, I'm, a, I'm always happy to talk to somebody if they need help understanding a color, for example, I'm using red. Okay, cool. Let's have, let's have a conversation about why you want to use red, you know, and I'm okay to do things like that because again, no gatekeeping, you know, but DIY is totally, totally okay. There's just, there's just, there's obviously limits to it. And um, obviously Canva is very limiting in so many ways, but there's no harm in using it. No, no, I agree. I, I agree. I agree. And I also think like we have to just know too that like we are not, we're not going to be good at every facet of business. <laughs> like it's that's In a way. Yeah, it's not the way that it works. And and like I've I've said to you so many times and I've said to lots of people so many times, like, that is not my wheelhouse. Like this design yeah. piece is, it's not my wheelhouse. I can chuck something together in Canva that's okay when I need to do it quickly. But having, you know, having you set up like templates and things that I can reuse is just perfect for me because now I have the freedom to create within that space, but aesthetically yeah. everything is going to look cohesive. And, you know, as much as I don't prescribe to the idea of having to have a perfect grid, I think that yeah, is, no way. Yeah. that is not a thing. Um, there is so much power, would you agree, in a brand that people recognize? Oh, 100%. 100%. At the end of the day, like, it's okay to have consistency because I think that's really important. But consistency, I feel like, means different things to different people, and that's okay too. I don't think you need to have the perfect feed anymore. I think we're moving into a place where everything's so, like, quick anyway when you're online. You have to make it, A, bingeable. Two, you need to have it that it's consistent across all platforms and the way it it does look, it needs to be consistent. But you don't need it to be bloody perfect because I think people prefer to have that raw, authentic vibe these days anyway as opposed as opposed to like the perfect Instagram life I know I do anyway I can't stand that the whole perfect Instagram grid and like anyway that's a whole different like 
Yes. Rants I could go on, but yeah. <laughs> like. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. And I often have clients say to me like, oh, you know, well, if I'm going to post today, I've got to go and like create a graphic and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Because you just disrupted your creative flow. Yeah. Like just find a freaking photo and stick it up there, you know, yeah. like something that grabs attention, but, but let's get it out there. Like sometimes we've got to go for the minimum viable product here. Um, yeah. But I love the idea of having some cohesiveness in that. And that's something that I, I, you know, yeah, I because like. that's what makes it instantly recognizable. That's the yeah. thing, right? Yeah. So if you have a consistent, like just saying consistent color palettes that you use, consistent type, like the fonts that you use, um, and then you have, you know, the similar kind of graphics that you use as well. I'm talking like pictures, like photography, then people are going to start to notice you more when they're scrolling. They're going to go, oh, that's Caroline or oh, that's Lauren. Yeah. So like when I see this particular type of blue, just a very light, airy type of photography, I know that that's you on my feed. And I know if somebody's going to come to, to mine, it's going to be like, it's going to be very contrasty black and white photos and it's going to be black and white or it's going to be like green like so I know that that's my brand yeah yeah I think that's powerful I think that's so powerful Mm. so can you then share with us because you have an amazing free resource where you dive deeper into this whole color piece which is like a big part of piece because it is the bit that really like sticks out yeah so can you tell us a little bit about that resource and why you created it and we'll have a link in the um, show notes for that as well yeah, so 62% of people actually make decisions based on colour alone and within, like, I think it was, like, yeah, 0.9 seconds. So if you're going to someone's page and you don't feel, or website or whatever, you don't feel that instant connection, you're going to cl- be clicked off immediately. Yeah. And I think with colour, people just, again, do what they like, but also they don't understand what works well together sometimes. And sometimes you just need that extra bit of like support from somebody who knows color, right? So the freebie is 200 colors. So it's about, I think about 40 palettes that I've put together um, that I know work together. So then that way, if you need a palette for something, you can go click through, get that works and pull. I actually still, I even use it myself for when I'm mood boarding with clients because I go, well, I've already pulled 40 freaking palettes together. Let me have a look if anything suits what I'm doing. If not, cool, I'll recreate something different. But like, it's just easy. It's right there. You pull the colors and you keep going. Like, cause it's, I feel like it just, it's an extra step that sometimes you need to think about. Right. Like, yeah. I think the biggest concern I get from people is I don't know what colors to work together or what fonts to use. Cause they, you know, use like seven or eight different fonts in their feed and like, it looks a bit unorganized chaos. So like we want to make sure that we're using only two fonts only for Instagram feed specifically um, and then cohesive color palette. And then you can do whatever you want with those colors. That's the thing. You can do whatever the heck you want with those five colors, but as long as you're only using those five. Mm, yeah. Because then it becomes yeah, your brand, that. you know? Yeah. I love that. Okay. Well, we're going to link that that freebie up um with the show because I think I think that's powerful and like it it's gonna give people the inspiration as well. So you know yeah. if you're listening to this and you're like I'm not really able to go the full rebrand, you know, but I just want to up level the way that my socials look, you know, because yeah. I think that would be worthwhile, then you can grab that freebie, you know, pick a color palette that you feel is you and your brand. 
that, you know, will will carry you through for a bit and and make, you know, get those colors into your Canva yeah. branding and off you go. Like it Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think I think the one thing that I am also doing myself and I feel like this is good advice for anybody listening, especially if you're new in business, it's just get scrappy because who cares? Like just who cares? Like just get it done, right? Like I used to sit there and think about this needs to be really perfect. This needs to be like this and this needs to be like that. But it's like, but then no one's actually seeing your stuff. You're not actually getting out there because you're procrastinating. Just do it. Get scrappy. Pick a different yes. color palette and run with it. If it doesn't work, then that's okay. Do it again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially if you're brand new in business or you've been in business for like a year or two, it's okay to mix it up and don't be scared to mix it up. People run with things refreshing anyway. Yeah. And look, honestly, the time where less eyeballs are on you is the time to be changing and playing with things and mm, being. Yeah, absolutely. Like, honestly, if, and if you're telling yourself the story that, you know, that you're early on in business and you don't have a lot of followers and that kind of stuff, then that's the time to go for broke in terms of trialing and erroring things. And it's not just in that, not just in the design space, like trial your messaging, trial your offers, trial every, like everything. Everything. Yeah. 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 Because what will happen is you play and you'll find that something will, will resonate and that's what sticks. I think that's what we often forget as well especially when you're, I get it, like we're running a business, we're playing so many different aspects of it. Like we're sales, we're accountants, we're designers, we're marketing, we're so many things that we forget to actually play and like experiment and just get scrappy with the whole thing, you know. And then I feel like once you're in that space where you can just create whatever that looks like to you and your business, I genuinely believe that's where magic happens. Yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. Well, I feel like that is like, that's the perfect place to kind of finish off. So <laughs> let people know where they can find you. Obviously, we'll have the the notes where people <laughs> are listening and they're already like in the Instagram app. Like, where can we find you? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at Gemini, um, Gemini.creativestudio and then my website GeminiCreativeStudio.com.au. I'm literally everywhere you can think of. So I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Pinterest, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn. And if there's a new one coming out, I'll be on it because I just love being everywhere. (laughs) Yes, I love that. I love that. And I love seeing your content. And I always know it's you because it's black and white and lime green. It's just like (laughs) exactly. I love it. Like I absolutely love it. Like, is it me? Would I have it? No, but Oh, it stands out and it's so you, Lauren. So (laughs) thank you. (laughs) I freaking love it. All right. Well, Lauren, thank you so, so much for being here, for sharing your tips and expertise. If people want to reach out, they know where to find you. We'll have the link for the freebie down below. And yeah, this has been awesome. So, so awesome. Thank Thank you you so so much much for having me. You're so welcome. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.